Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Subira and happy new week to you. Uh, let me just start off by saying thank you to everyone who listened to that fantastic episode that we had with our psychologist on this podcast whose name is Lynn Mathenge. Simplisikia all that wisdom, I hope um, you got from it as much as I did. Um, no lessons about anger. We think we know, you know so much about it, but then if we listen to the to that particular um piece of content especially the things that you know Lynn was talking about we will see that maybe we don't know everything we think we know but then we don't know you know <laughs> so thank you so much to everyone who listened thank you for the conversations that came out of it i really enjoy you know those two dms and the calls now from my friends, of course, and messages that Nina Pata, you know, about um, uh, episodes that they've listened to and their ideas on them and their perspectives on them. Thank you so much and keep them coming. So I am recording this 7.51 on Sunday. This is the night before this comes out. This particular episode is coming. My episodes come out on Monday. I like it like that. And because in a you know a sign of a new week maybe i like mondays just because you know i feel like i um, if i don't my week does not go well <laughs> so let me just let me just start it off with you know something that has gotten done so i release my podcast episodes on mondays at six in the morning maybe later but most of the time usually mondays so Today I'm recording this one a bit late. Normally I usually have it recorded by Saturday if it's coming out on Monday. Today I was out. We had a family date today and I just wanted to just like, um, what is it? Like reinforcing my dreams and what I wanted to do with Subira. Because every time I have interactions with family, I can see myself getting better at interacting with the people I want to spend the rest of my life with. That is Sasa, my family, uh, who is like, you know, family Nikilam to, you know, like mom, dad, cousins, blah, blah, sister, Ivo, Ivo. My friends, um, my partner, you know, even colleagues at work so today's a very good day as in i'm quite tired honestly i sleep like a chicken but because consistency is the key i and i already had a, an episode planned out see towards the bus right <laughs> okay so now let's start and as you can see today's um episode is going to touch on the concept and the topic of alcohol and i do not first of all i don't want to come off I'm, i don't want anyone to think that i am speaking about it like an expert but i am speaking about it like someone who has experienced the usage of it right i'm coming from that perspective because i don't know anything about the science that goes into alcohol but for sure i have <laughs> i have experienced what it means to be um, a consumer of alcohol. So let's go to the first question, which I think we should all 
answer very honestly, you know, without any jokes. When was the last time we made a great decision? Right? I'm sure we can think of a few times that we've had wins in our lives. <laughs> but when was the last time we made, a, we made a great decision when we were drunk? That is the question. And when I say drunk, I think we all understand the meaning of drunk. Maybe the one bottle, right? Especially for the people who drink. There is the one bottle and then there is someone who's going to take five bottles. So I'm sure there's one person who's drunk and then another person is not drunk. The other person is just happy, a bit happy, a bit more excited, <laughs> right? And, and also, I think another disclaimer I want to make. As I've said, I am talking from a point of perspective, not from a point of expertise. So, just maybe don't listen to this if you come itakukasirisha. But if you can, please, like, indulge me. I, I, I never want anyone to feel like they have to agree with me, but I at least appreciate people who listen. So please listen, right? Let's continue. Um, I think today's episode is going to be quite short um, because uh, compared to the other one, the other one was like, what, an hour and, you know, some minutes long. So I like mixing it up. And today, and, and I like speaking from a concept, a, a, a perspective, I'm a, a point, yes, a point of humility where I am not removing myself from the bad or from the good that is happening in my life because of a certain thing. So I'm just going to give you the all-round, I'm at the well, the, the whole, what do we call well-rounded, yes. The, like the, a nice, a nice round um, perspective on this topic. So, point number one. Our emotions versus alcohol. So the other uh, episodes that we've had, um, we've listened to this same podcast or even other podcasts, um, most especially the last episode that we had with um, our psychologist. We said that feelings are data, meaning that they do not come with any positive or um, negative connotation to them. Now, what comes out of those feelings is what makes it positive or negative, right? So, let's just name a couple of feelings that we can struggle with in our day-to-day. -day. Anger, which was last week's topic. Guilt. Grief, you know, losing something, losing someone especially. Fear. Doubt. Even happiness right? So those are feelings. Essentially, there's nothing wrong with feeling all those things. They are things, they are feelings we struggle with and feelings we have the, um, the, the opportunity to have come as a happiness because it's, I think it's a great thing. So Sasa, when Nakumuka, something we were saying last week is that anger, sometimes it can make you do things that are quite embarrassing and things that ruin someone's first impression of you. <laughs> so looking at that, looking at that bit first, what do we think 
that what we think um, when we are feeling these feelings and then we mix them with alcohol, right? In my experience, for me, every time I'm, I, I, I have I ever been angry, I think I have to ask my partner that question because I, I'm not really an alcohol girl. But I do drink. I, I enjoy my guaranas thoroughly. <laughs> thoroughly, thoroughly. But getting drunk is not something I enjoy. So, but in my experience, I remember the last time I was drunk. The last time I was drunk enough for it to leave a memory in my mind. I was at a party. And... I got drunk, even if I knew how to drink. I was just gulping it down like water. But then the feeling that I was feeling in that moment was like, was sadness. It was sadness. So I remember that was the one night in my life that I can remember from beginning to end because I'm not the kind of person who forgets things when they're drunk. At least Sijai Patona, you experience so related. But I remembered everything from beginning to end so that I can remind myself that getting drunk is never the answer for anything. So that night, I literally showed my ass because even if what I was feeling was anger, I ended up adding, I ended up adding more problems because of the way I interacted with people that night that had consequences the next morning, right? Um, there are people I talked to very rudely. I remember I vomited. <laughs> ghetto, <laughs> ghetto. Like, as in vomiting is fine. Like, no, we all vomit for whatever reason. Vomiting because of alcohol is like worse. But like vomiting because of alcohol in front of people, <laughs> That is like the worst, worst, worst. <laughs> so I was doing it in front of people and then I vomited. Like painting, painting, come mimi, nada pika, embarrassing. But from that night, I said that mimi wadaya, dekore, dekore, I find myself, namana, manama, mimi. Up to this day. When I find myself in a very tight spot in my life, I do not even touch. I do not touch alcohol. I see it and I start ordering another drink, like juice or like water or my ice that I like eating. From that night, nearly realized nothing good comes out of getting drunk. Nothing good. You will never, ever meet someone who is going to convince you of how alcohol has done great things in their life. You will look for them, you will never find them. Let's just start there. Now, when it comes to these emotions that Nimesema versus our relationships. So now, Nimeenda Bash, Nimelewa, and then I come back home. I'm a bit better in that Bash, I'm interacting with my family and my friends. Unajua all the drama, most of the times jai jipata kwa drama, ikiwa kwa bash zangu, because I do, na, 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 the people I'm usually around, like are 
a fantastic group of people. But every time booze is there and then it come it becomes extreme, things start happening that are not supposed to be happening. And then people start apologizing the next day. Honestly, I think that is it, it's fine. We experience it once in our lives, we feel embarrassed, but you need to be a watoto. You need to be a watoto. You can't just keep on apologizing. The word sorry is not like drinking water. It should be used sparingly because you shouldn't feel that free to just keep on doing bad things to people and think that because you can apologize, it's it's like you know, water under the bridge and it's fine. In my own relationship, my romantic relationship, the worst arguments I have had with my partner, the worst arguments, like Zile, you know, every something that I always say, every argument in your romantic relationship has the ability to make you guys break up. The reason why you don't break up is because one, God was in your corner, or no, not even or and and God was in your corner and you guys were able to handle it maturely. Mpaka ikaacha kukua shida, mkaisolve, mkaendelea na maisha yenu pamoja. The times zenye tumecome very close to breaking up because of issues and conflicts that we've had are because of alcohol. Because of getting drunk. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. Either either seeing it or maybe even doing it or being involved in it. Not even like we've not even because we see when you when you're drunk and then you start arguing about something. Tell me, let's just look. Let us just look at it rationally. You're drunk, like you can barely walk, like you you're staggering. And then life is throwing. Life, the way life works is that you'll be happy, and then five minutes later something is going to hit you that is going to fill you with doubt. And then five minutes later, you're guilty about something. And then five minutes later, you're happy again. And then five minutes later, you're jealous about something. And then five minutes later, you're fearing something. You get what I'm saying? Like your day is just full of feelings. So can you imagine if you made all your important decisions based off of like, you know, being under the influence? And I mean drunk. Have you ever had an argument with someone when you are drunk? Not only do you stop talking about the issue that ilikoime wakasirisha, like ilikoime cause the conflict, you create another conflict out of the conflict that then sidetracks you from the main conflict and then hivyo ndivyo unajipata mliachana. So mliachana kwa sabu ya the second conflict, which was not even supposed to be a conflict, but because like you guys took things like extremely, you you drank in a way that was not responsible, it, it has become an issue and there goes the love of your life. You get what I'm saying? Right? So let's go to the... That was about emotions. Emotions and alcohol. So let's go to the next one. Goals and ambitions. We all have things we want out of life. We all have the path we want to walk down on. We all have that thing in Yetunasemanga, something that my partner always says, unataka kukufa nayo. There are people who just, you know, they just flinch just by hearing the word death. But that phrase in Kiswahili means you take it and you run with it. And that is like, like you and your holy grail if you get what I'm saying, like you you because you are you believe in it and it's your thing and you know it's going to work out. You get what I'm saying? Even if you know even if you don't know it's not going to work out, you're very confident and very happy and passionate about it. That's what kukufanayo means. So we all have that. 
the desire you know to chase our dreams and do better in our lives you know whatever that means to each and every one of us but then you see as i've said the way life comes at you see that it's only about goals and ambitions sometimes it's what they come with sometimes you have such a great idea but then you have to pitch it to someone and then that puts you in a state of fear and then after that 5 minutes later you've gassed yourself up now you're happy and then 5 minutes to that conversation or pitch you start getting fearful and then you don't know whether you're going to like get that deal you don't know if you you know like basically as i said your whole day is just going through your feelings that's basically what your entire day is about but see we all know that work gets frustrating at times right it gets frustrating and then even if it's frustrating imagine that thing that we wanted works out and then the time even if it was frustrating that thing refuses to work out so can you imagine and you know we we all, we've all had that feeling because i i um i feel like even if you're a student you've never worked before like working kwa job market that's what i mean i'm a had any kind of experience like that even if it's in your school you know what i'm talking about like you want something but you don't get it but then you know how hard they worked for it i'm how much you feel like you deserved it because of abcd so can you imagine mixing that bundle of emotion that that like because what you do from that point onward from your failure or your win in terms of chasing your dreams and ambitions is going to dictate the next step on your path the next stone you're going to jump to on your path but then now when you put alcohol in the mix if there's a deal you didn't get you go and get drunk and then you start calling your boss or your colleagues and you start shit talking people when you get drunk you start honestly even contemplating letting go of your dreams because it's it's become too hard amata let's even say that whatever you've done work was frustrating you win you get that deal things work out maybe even get promoted at work you get all the niceties that come with a promotion So what happens when we are filled with all that happiness and then we take it and then we add alcohol to it and then nasasa tukwe walivi out of that happiness that thing that many people in movies like calling celebrating which i feel like is like a kind of conditioning conditioning meaning they want you to see something because it's a message they are trying to pass not because it's the truth getting yourself shit faced drunk because you're celebrating is absolute nonsense it's just you know let's just <laughs> let's just agree on that one so but let's just say you've won you've gone and gotten you've gone and gotten shit faced right right but then what have, have you ever seen people who are extremely happy and then they get drunk their happiness and their alcohol refuses to mix because they start doing things like what they start doing things like 
being too aggressive. They start being doing things like being proud. They start doing things like being rude and being like just as I said, like prideful. You know, so now they feel like they can again talk shit to the people around them because they got what they wanted. But you know? So, about emotions and about goals and ambitions. I've talked about them separately. But as you know, human beings, we are complex. So, how does life come at you? It comes at you as you're trying to deal with your day. Just 24 hours. So, let's just calculate. Let's say you sleep 8 hours a day. So, you have 16 hours left. You can do whatever you want with those 16 hours. Your 16 hours of your day are trying to balance between your emotions and where you want to be in life. Emotions where you want to be in life. Emotions where you want to be in life. So how do you think it's going to go when you put being a monyoti, being a mpenda kinyuaji, being kukunywa to that limit, to that level in your maybe not so good. And I'm talking from experience. Everything that I'm saying, even if I'm, I'm saying you, I honestly just mean us because Mimi have already experienced it. So, you know, <laughs> I know what I'm saying from experience. Life comes at you both ways. Hey, Kujangi too, you know, one way. You're both trying to make your friendships work. Then you're trying to get someone that you, you want to spend the rest of your life with. And then you're still trying to get that promotion at work. And then you're still trying to work on that project. Ama, you're still trying to get your business off the ground. Ama, get that deal. And then still you're trying, you want to be the good son or daughter by calling your guardians or your parents. Like constantly, and like checking in on your siblings. And hey, that's a lot. But you know what? God gave us the capacity to handle a lot. And now on to my next point. I will start it with this statement. That, again, God gave us the capacity to handle a lot. And the one thing that he gave us, that is even a fruit of the Holy Spirit for Christians, but really that this is not really for Christians. I'm just talking it from a, saying it from a Christian perspective, Christian's perspective, because I know it's a... a is it a... The fruit of the spirit is it the fruit of the gift, but you know what I'm saying. Self-control is part of it. For the non-Christians, I'm sure it is somewhere, somewhere in the in your learnings and your teachings about the gift of self-control that we get from God. God gives us self-control. And do you know what getting drunk does to your self-control? That thing that we think is liquid courage. Is alcohol actually taking your self-control and throwing it out the window or pushing it to the back of your mind? So when you feel like you've taken two shots and then you have the courage to go and shoot your shot, whether it's like to an entrepreneur shooting your shot to a girl or a guy that you liked, you think you 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 you, you didn't shoot your shot because somehow you got courageous. <laughs> it's it's because even if you did do the thing that you were maybe afraid of doing. We did that thing because the part of us that can control our actions has been numbed, has been numbed, it has died down. So now it comes from what we think to doing, 
hakuna filter that filter that everyone is always talking about that is self control now i know <laughs> i wish i knew this a few years ago my next point is about that was the statement introducing this next point god is the one who's given us self control very important getting drunk always ruins it and let's just look at it like this mind body and spirit and the concept of getting drunk i was listening to unit the podcast ilia you know shiv uh, shiv said the simani is shiv simani and shiki simani they were saying kwa podcast here that and i don't even think they are churchy people from what i have observed but i always appreciate the fact that we can always be saying the same thing with we are all saying the same thing but we just have different like we have different points under them we are all talking about happiness and you know being humble and being kind but then you have different points under that so then they were saying concept of mind body and spirit we always have to care for our minds our bodies and our spirits our mind ni like intellectual emotional our body is like physical our health what we eat do we move do we am do we just you know sit at one place all day and our spirit the thing that you know makes you feel like you see that thing when you see me see at this this kick one ama mbweka tu you know like that thing that you you feel and then you're very confident about what you're feeling but then you, you can't pinpoint it per se you know i feel like that's the spirit they were saying that you, you cannot focus on just one of those a well-rounded human being is one who concentrates on the mind growing the mind growing the body and growing the spirit feeding the mind feeding the body and feeding the spirit and indulge me for this next part kindly indulge me uh i am a catholic and there is this book i am reading need to get us out of here a lady who has had out of world out of like some things that people can't see she has had like experiences with you know death and people who've passed away so this book is about an interview with her and even if the book is the, the woman is a catholic and the book does talk about like it has catholic nuances in it like you know praying the rosary and what not and mass i feel like it's quite a general book when you tuni mesema we all say the same things but then you have different tips under them so indulge me as i read this very short passage from the book i am picking the book right now this is the question by the interviewer what happens or how are people weakened when the spiritual part is neglected this is hansa if that so very important element of them stays inactive the person will subconsciously seek a crutch a dependency upon which to lean to make up for this 
It is here that people fall so easily into drugs, alcohol, sex, into a total dependency on seeking money, power, or social status, or run off to some sect which promises them peace and fulfillment, while not telling them that the leaders in this communion, the leaders that they think they have in these sects, are together with or are in communion with evil spirits. End of quote. I'm a, you know, end of like answer. I know that passage has like a lot of things, but I'm sure there's one part that we can agree with. And what is it? As I've said, mind, body, spirit. How do you find find Mind. How do we feed the mind? <laughs> feeding the mind is reading. Feeding the mind is listening to things that are going to grow you. Vitu zenye zina fit amazina build into the intellectual part of you that your body thinks is important to have. How do you feed the body? We feed the body by eating well, by working out, by resting. Eat, sleeping eight hours. Your nonsense, Steve Harvey, what wakitaka kupata pesa wa hawafai kulala, ni wongo. Sleep eight hours. You have 16 hours to do everything you want to do. Just sleep eight hours so that your body does not fail on you kindly. <laughs> and feeding the spirit, I've never really quite understood it, but I read this passage na kwangu nikailewa. Because... When you feed the mind and you feed the body, like you, you're always working out, you eat pretty well. And then like your mind, you're reading and you're filling yourself with all these good things in terms of like books and content and nini nini that feed your mind. But then your spirit is left like that. These problems, falling so easily into drugs, alcohol, sex, money, power, social status, occults and sects. It still affects us even if we feed our minds and our bodies. So you see, the concept is feeding all three, not just one, and neglecting the other one. That's what even Shiv and Shiki were saying. You feed just two and leave one, they are all going to suffer eventually. And as I finish off, and again, please indulge me here. As I said, I am a... a You've heard it before, but I don't know what word I'm going to use. But I like conspiracies. These vitu zenyoto na semanga zinakwanga uongo, watu wanapenda kujijazia, you know. Things like the Illuminati, things like, you know, things like that, you know, devil worshipping. I think they are real. I think they are true. You know, things like ghosts, things like, you know, spirits. I believe in all that. So, indulge me, tafadhali. Tafadhali, umisikiza mpaka hapa. For one more minute, just listen to me for one more minute, even if I may be saying something that you know maybe you might not you might think is a bit too much. The word alcohol, okay, search on Google when you search when you go on Google and search alcohol, Arabic meaning, Arabic meaning of alcohol. This is what you're going to get. You're going to get, um. Uh, this is how the Google Translate. Italeta alcohol, spirits, and then the word for that in uh, Arabic. But then it seems like the Arabic language also has another 
meaning for the word alcohol because it seems like it's spelled differently. That's what I would think that page kwa Google yangu inamaanisha. And the meaning that nimeona kwenye Google, the second meaning of alcohol, from sasa the niki translate into Arabic, ni alcohol means oga. Alcohol means ghoul. Alcohol means um, hobgoblin. Goblin, boogie. And when I say those words, when, when I say boogie, it's the way people say a boogeyman. The way people say spirits. Ghouls, I know we all know what ghouls mean. They, I think they could mean more or less the same thing like a ghost. Yeah. So they don't explain it. Google doesn't exactly explain it. But I know that if you type in um, alcohol Arabic meaning, you have the same word, but then in Arabic in their, in in their, in their in arabic it has like two different words but for the same word in english you know so i don't know about that something else about that same page alcohol now in an article it comes from the arabic word now huyu ni mtambaya ameenda akajiangalia kwingine it comes with a lot of controversy around it because people are saying it's false others say it's true but apparently alcohol means uh, alcohol in Arabic means can be separated into alcohol, al slash not slash dash k u h l, meaning a body eating spirit. And even if there are people that do not agree with this thing, because you know the the the, the post that started this came from Facebook, and you know we all know that you know social media is a kujana But we can also agree <laughs> that can we just nullify this concept because you know maybe the source is not so credible alcohol is a bodating spirit in my opinion you know why because niambie ni nani umeona akiwa amesimama na pombe nani na what do we simami like i think to me what i would think a bodating spirit means ni inaanza kukukula kutoka ndani and then inatoka inaanza kukukula physical point is your entirety your mind body and spirit is eaten by this spirit you know? so just let's just give an example of myself i started drinking fine everything is fine but then now i am facing issues in life that we all face feelings in life that we all you know feel but then because alcohol is like in the mix of me trying to make decisions based off of those feelings trying to go somewhere and make the wrong things my relationships are broken my work is in shatters is it is shattered is in is in okay my work is shattered my work, my work life is shattered right and then from that um you you get into the point where you start losing hope because now the things in your life that were working stop working your relationships stop the people who wanted to be with you before now don't want to be with you they don't be around you what to say like they avoid you or they start saying things that you don't like but then you see you're going through problems 
And then it stops becoming about the inside. And then now you can't function without alcohol. That's how unona watu wamelala kwa mitaro. That's how you, like, you can see someone who, like, their life was so good. Like, they came from a place of so much being respectable in terms of what they did and how they were leading their lives. And then just before they are dying, they are wasted. Like, they they are in torn clothes. They don't care. They are drinking. Anything that they can get their hands on. Right? So please, and I know we all know this experience, either from seeing it in our families, with our friends, with people who have even passed away, because alcohol does kill. So how how does alcohol not mean body eating spirit? For me, it makes perfect sense. It doesn't matter whether that post is not from a credible source, Percy. But let's end there. Maybe with maybe theorizing the concept of alcohol and getting drunk. At the end of the day, this is what I think. As an Consumer of alcohol, because Kwango I do enjoy consuming alcohol, I have decided that one, as I've said before, I am never going to get to a point in my consumption where I get drunk. I refuse. I refuse. It doesn't matter whether I'm happy. It doesn't matter whether I, I do not get drunk. What I do is get tipsy. And I can feel that in my knees. Because eh? I, mean, I consider myself a lightweight. When my knees start shaking, I'm like, okay, fine. Let me start taking water. Let me wake up and start dancing <laughs> so that it can stay there. Hey, pandy, you know? So, no, maji, my drink, maji, my drink. No, and I stick to things that make me stay in that zone so that because I know every time I'm drinking, I can have a full fledged conversation with someone. Na tutatoka hapa to hapo to kicheka na tuki ongea very deep things because I know it does not affect. That it, it 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 because I feel like alcohol alcohol can be good. I don't think that at least in the Bible, the Christian Bible, I don't think Jesus turned water into wine because it was such a bad thing. But then again, I also know that the same Bible says that everything has an extreme and everything does in, done in the extreme becomes a bad thing. So, do you feel like getting drunk? You see, there are people say, I've said it before, I just wanted to get drunk. Can you imagine I just wanted to get drunk? It's a Friday. You know, I got this, I did that. I'm, a, okay, I'm so sad. I just want to get drunk. You know, you know. do you feel like getting drunk? Here are tips. Here are tips on how to manage that feeling. Number one, can we just understand that you actually do not feel like getting drunk. What you feel is actually not getting drunk. Hone in on the feeling that it is. It might be sadness. It might be fear. It might be it might be grief. You just lost someone who was so important to you and your mind is blown away. Your life is just torn into several pieces and you just don't know where to start. Hone in on that feeling. Of course, easier said than done. But you know what alcohol is in the extreme? 
Alcohol is a distraction. It prevents you from dealing with the problems that you have now by putting them off for later, but it's a lie because you can't really put off your emotions for later. They'll, they'll just burst out that time when you need them for later. It's like having a stomachache and bandaging your stomach. You, you are treating yourself, yes. You're trying to fix something, yes, but you're not fixing it in the right way, right? From experience. I know that all too well. So as I've said, it's not easy. Easier said than done. But hone in on that feeling that you have. Hone in on that feeling that you have. So for me, that night that I got shit-faced, <laughs> I was sad. I was sad. And I refused to hone in on that feeling because my ego was taking over. Mr. Namrembo kama mimi sezi siya sad yu akitu kama awa. You know? Hone in on that feeling. And as you hone in on that feeling, take a step back. Don't reach out for the alcohol. Don't don't touch anything. Refuse. Don't don't go. Don't do anything. Just take a step back. Understand that you know, for me, in, I mean my example, I understand that I was feeling sad. I hone in on the sadness, but I take a step back from taking any action, any physical action. And something that helps me with that, and you know that this is going to be quite controversial, at least maybe in our different families here as Africans. But I believe that the best way to not become an alcoholic is to stop stocking alcohol in your house. As in, you know, plain truth. Plain truth. Stocking alcohol in your house is like saying you want to quit smoking and then you have a pack of cigarettes in your drawer. When life pushes you against the wall, you're going to pick up those cigarettes because you know they're there. But if they weren't there, ungeku unasumbuka kidogo ukishangani nini utafanya. So maybe you, your thought process would have been a bit different, which makes it better. So we take a step back. No action. But then we take that feeling and redirect it into something positive. For me, my something positive is praying. Because I remember after that, I really got into prayer because... I realized that it made me feel better. Not even about praying about what was making me sad, but knowing that my faith in, I have faith in God. When the triangle, or when I was talking about, uh, which was the episode before this one, the episode before the last, which was about hope and optimism. Faith is putting, faith is entrusting your life into the hands of another person. For me, that was God. And Having hope, which for me is now taking that trust and faith into the long term. And it did so much for me. Redirect, redirecting my um, sadness could also have looked like journaling. It could have looked like singing. It could have looked like crying. Okay, I cried my eyes out. I cried my eyes out. Like my, the most... The, the, for me, that says yet in any heat that the reason I was feeling sad, it was such a monumental like um time in my life because if I took another like if I took another um path, I I don't think I would have been where I am today, and I'm so grateful to God to where for for where I am today. Says in any heat like it was such a small situation, but the way God helped me handle it, in how important it was. So, what tips have I said? 
right? Let me repeat. In conclusion, do you feel like getting drunk? Tip number one, you actually do not feel like getting drunk. You're sad. You're seriously sad. You're either, you're very angry. That person just pissed you off. You lost someone in your life. You don't even know where to start. It can be something as, um, as, as, as like what we can, what we can see as, as relational as a breakup. But it can even go as bad as losing a friend or losing a sibling or losing a parent. Right? You're fearful. You, you doubt yourself, Kabisa, down to the core. That is what you feel. You actually don't feel like getting drunk. Hone in on that feeling and take a step back. Preferably, stop stocking your house with alcohol because that is going to call to you so hard when you're in problems. It's going to call to you because the distraction of alcohol, not the distraction, distraction with an E, but the distraction with an I, you know, it's, it helps you to stop thinking about the things that you should be thinking about because you're trying to postpone the pain as if we can never postpone pain. It's just not possible. You go through it to come to the other side. You don't push it away. You go through it, right? We take a step back. Hopefully, there's nothing calling to us. There's no alcohol. Hakuna ma plans za kuenda out. Nothing, nothing. Kapo kwanza. Jikalishe, jikalishe. Lia, write it down, sing, anything, pray, whatever. But redirect what you're feeling into something positive. And with that, I'm going to conclude this week's episode. I hope, I know this has touched someone. Because alcohol is something that we all experience in our day-to-day. The people who don't like drinking, the people who don't drink at all. But the people like me who have struggled with the concept of like maybe what should I do, where, when, nini, nini. And for me, this was my answer. And I am very grateful for it. But when I change my mind, nitawambia. Because this podcast is a podcast of changing our minds. We can do it whenever we want. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't matter how many mistakes you've made. Right? We all make mistakes. But point is we, we move. We move we move right have a nice week bye bye icons
Dance 8 Music. Icons 8 Music.